Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chriselle Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. We all know that life is challenging, and in this podcast, we're here to provide hope through your journey of life. We'll help and guide you in creating the life balance you want and deserve. We're talking about all things mental health and a whole lot more in a simple and easy to understand way. I'm Alfred Chriselle Jr., and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, fellow licensed professional counselor, who also happens to be my sister, Letty Chriselle. How are you, Let? Really, though, Let, how are you? Really? Really? Wow. That seems loaded, but I'm yeah, going to go with my go automatic with... response first. I'm great. Doing fine. Although... Super you, great. There's my automatic barely, response. <laughs> and it sounded so genuine. <laughs> you know, it becomes a habit, I think, to respond, I'm fine. I'm yeah. doing okay. You know, and I was thinking about it. I had this epiphany that I wanted to share with you. All right. All right. Let Do me... share. Good. Thank you. Get ready. So I have to like, there's a little backstory here. So uh, when I had my epiphany. Yeah. So every couple of weeks I go to Barnes and Noble. Great store. It's Love it. Wonderful place. Love Barnes and Noble. Wonderful. So I get my coffee and I peruse the book aisles. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm there looking for a, a, a resource book, right? For, yeah. To work with a clients. Sure. and. Usually, I'm there looking for a book that Reese says I'd love to read. Reese Witherspoon. That is correct. Reese, the book club. Yes. She Mm -hmm. never disappoints, by the way. Or as yet, she has not disappointed. Anyway, after I picked up those books, I walked by a table of children's books, and I immediately gravitated. I I love children's books from my school counseling days. Yeah. And so I came across uh, books by the author Todd Parker. He's the one that that writes uh, uh, or wrote the family book, the peace Mm. book. The ones that caught my attention specifically that day were, it's okay to be different. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. it's okay to make mistakes. Oh. And then it hit me as I was staring at those titles. What if... It's okay to not be okay. What would that look like? If we were okay. Sounds like another book for uh, Todd Parker. It does. It does. (laughs) If we're okay admitting that we're not okay. Mm, This, yeah. This this is something that may be new to a lot of people listening as you're saying that, Let. Because I think that the idea or concept of the words, it's okay to not be okay, I think that confuses people. And, And I'll tell you what I mean. In many ways, I think society, including the media that we consume on a daily basis, has told us in explicit and implicit ways that it's not okay to not be okay. Get, right. Did you get the tongue yes. twister? That's a tongue twister, I know. Yes. But, but yeah. <laughs> I had to really it, think on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, let's slow that one down. In other words, if something is not right or doesn't feel right, or if we act in a way that is out of our character... Then the question that immediately comes out is, what's wrong with you? Or you throw it back at yourself and internally ask yourself, what's wrong with me? And there's something, you know, is there something wrong with me? And and then panic kicks in and we go down the I'm not good enough trap and we spiral down into something potentially negative and destructive. So when we act in a way that is outside of the realm of normal... Oh gosh, normal. Now there's a word that we can spend a whole other podcast on, but Stay for, tuned. for the sake of, of this topic and this conversation, when we act outside of what is expected, we think that there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. 
I think we're here to tell this audience today that it is okay to not be okay. As we think about that and let that sink in, let's let it really sink in by collectively repeating that statement so that we can hear ourselves say it. Uh, so right now, stop what you're doing, everybody. I know whatever you're doing, listening to the podcast, you know, stop keep, what you're doing. Keep driving if keep, you're driving, but <laughs> just keep just listening. Keep running on that treadmill. Or on the count of three, or not on the count, on the count of three, we're going to say it's okay to not be okay. And we're going to say it out loud, right? Yes, out loud. Right about now, there, there's Wonderful. people in the audience that exactly. are like squirming around, getting a little uncomfortable. But this is good. Trust fast, me on this. Fast forwarding. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Trust me. All right. So I'm going to do one, two, three, and then we're going to all out loud say it's okay to not be okay. All right. Ready? Ready. One, two, three. It's, it's okay, okay to not, not be, be okay. okay. Good. Excellent. Great. Now, I don't know about you, Let, but that felt pretty good to me. I'm so glad that felt good to yeah, you. I'm not going to lie. A relief. It not. was a little uncomfortable for me when I first started. <laughs> you and probably a lot of people. <laughs> those kind of things usually are. But as I was preparing, as you were counting down, I, I had started it in my head. Yeah. And Getting yourself ready for it. Yes. And yeah. as I continued, it gave me permission from myself to be present in the moment and in the feeling. And to not feel like I had to distract myself to avoid the feeling. Right. Exactly. That's it. And what it did for me, and you said it already, was that it gave me permission to understand that I'm not going to feel my best all the time. And I'm not going to be critical of myself or get down on myself because I don't feel right. And I'm sure not going to spend hours checking the web, you know, WebMD website to find out what's wrong with me either. <laughs> You know, the oh tendency gosh. is to feel like we're weak or we're doing something wrong when we're having those feelings. Yeah. We have trained ourselves to be positive all the time, uh, yeah. it, you know, and, and there's actually a term for it. Surprise, surprise. And the term is toxic positivity. Ooh. Yeah. So Dr. Jamie Zuckerman, who is a clinical psychologist and cognitive behavior therapist, defines toxic positivity as the assumption, either by oneself or others, that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, they should only have a positive mindset or positive vibes. So think about mm. that. We do have Fair a much. tendency to try to make ourselves or others feel better because we want to fix it. Yeah, as you're saying toxic positivity, I'm thinking of something that I tell my clients all the time. What I do is I really at the beginning when I first meeting with somebody to let them know that my drawing of life is this. And audience, if you can imagine, I'm drawing what looks like a roller coaster, right? And just to, just to be clear, he's drawing a roller coaster. <laughs> and if you'll remember from a previous podcast... He doesn't ride roller coasters. No. They're no, terrifying for him. They're, they're terrifying for me. And for a lot of people, the yeah. roller coaster of life is terrifying yes. for a lot of people. But the fact of the matter is, is that life is about ups and downs and good times Correct. and bad times throughout the course of our lifetime. That is normal. So we talk about toxic positivity. That is not normal. And right. that that is right. what happens. A lot of people believe, have this belief that if I 
you know, just stay positive all the time. Everything's going to be great. I just want to be happy, 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 positive, 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 positive. That's not reality. But when we do that, we don't allow ourselves to feel the other half of our feelings right. that, that we're supposed to feel. We don't allow ourselves to feel the, the not so good feelings. Um, we suppress them. And that is un healthy and they're still there they don't go away like you said yeah no we no. push them down yeah we and they, we sweep, sweep them under the rug and pretend they don't exist so but for the, for the sake of today's topic let's talk about not being okay because the truth is that we all feel this way at some point or another right but how does it make us feel when we're not okay what do we do when we feel off how does it make you feel that when you're feeling off what, what does it feel like to you well when I'm having those feelings, you know, the first thing I think is like you said earlier, you mentioned earlier, what's going on? Why am I feeling this way? And, and it's like, okay, what's wrong? Yeah. And it's what's wrong with me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and then I begin to get restless because I feel like I need to distract another symptom, myself. Right? Yes. Another symptom, I get, right? Yeah. I feel like I need to distract myself and do something else, but anything that I do is not fulfilling that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that need that I have. It's, it's not, yes. So it's also, I think, maybe about losing a little control. And as you know, I, I struggle with that, yeah. needing to have control. Yeah. So I, I think that it's the restlessness and the uneasiness is that is that I can't control how I feel and when I'm going to feel the feelings. Mm. Like, like I, I am not, they're coming up, but I'm trying to put them down, but yeah. I, I can't, I don't have yeah. a grasp of it. Yeah. But I'm at the point where I remind myself that in this moment, at this time, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel this way right now. Yeah. I need to allow myself to feel all the feelings when they hit me because by not acknowledging them, I'm invalidating those feelings. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those feelings don't matter. And then what happens? If you try to ignore them, they only get stronger. If we don't allow ourselves to process the emotions, we begin to have difficulties. You know, we have trouble sleeping. Uh, we become anxious. And, yeah. you know, that can lead to other things. Sleeping, dis- disrupted sleep. You mentioned disrupted sleep. I did. By the way, just so everybody knows out there, we do have a, a blog that goes out to our subscribers. And I just, we just sent out a blog on sleep and the impact of uh, sleep on our mental and physical health. So exactly what you're talking about. You know, I alluded uh, earlier in the podcast when I said that to understand and believe that it's okay to not be okay, you have to really first normalize the concept, kind of what you talked about already. And I mentioned it. I mean, it's not reality to think that I have to feel okay all the time. That's just not, you right. know, reality. I'm human. I'm a human being and I'm supposed to feel and experience all feelings and emotions that life brings me. So if I choose to believe this, then it takes pressure off of me, right? It allows me to let my guard down and to give myself grace, like we talk about. Absolutely. And it changes my whole outlook on, you know, what I think and how I respond to my feelings, which is really all I have the power to control. You know, speaking of letting down your guard, I think that's part of the problem when we think about not being okay, because when we let our guard down, we become vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that word has been associated with weakness. You know, a part of us is afraid of being still 
because of what we might learn about ourselves. And that scares us. And I think it's great. You mentioned the word vulnerable. And if you're not familiar with Brene Brown, she talks about vulnerability. She's got an incredible TED talk on vulnerability that you haven't heard. You got to go check out, take a look at it. But yeah, she kind of turns vulnerability on its head, right? In other words, vulnerability, while we see it as a weakness, like you mentioned, it's actually a strength. Exactly. And and it's actually tied to what we're talking about today. Yeah. You know, to be vulnerable is to say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. You know, and then the question is, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Being still in that moment. What is it you're afraid you're going to find out? Ooh, that's deep. That's deep. (laughs) And, you know, it really comes down to the choice. Right. I mean, do I choose a life that puts pressure on me to always be at the top of my emotional game? And we've seen all the difficulties that can bring. Or do I choose a life that allows flexibility to feel on and off and to be able to manage both of those along the spectrum and to be at peace with that? Just saying that, you know brings me relief. I feel like, you know, I'm less stressed when I think that way. I feel like a weight's been lifted off of me and I don't feel the need to be so hard on myself. And you know, it it also goes back to that self-love and that self-compassion and having self-compassion, you know, practicing kindness and respect towards ourselves helps us normalize the feelings, you know? So we start having those not okay moments Mm -hmm. right away, you Mm -hmm. know, we think, well, it could be worse. What's there to cry about? Get over it, you know, or it'll be fine. I'm fine. Gosh, those are bad. You know, those are the first thoughts that come (laughs) into your head. Yeah. But instead, we think we do well. I mean, we mean well when we say those things. We we, do. We we, we do. But, but we need to change the the phrases. We need to be more supportive and positive toward ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, instead of those phrases, think of, I'm allowed to feel this way. It's okay. Yeah. My feelings are valid. Or I can feel whatever emotions I want to feel. It's okay to not feel okay right now. And just in the way you said that, there's just a different tone, a different vibe right. to that. Yeah. That is so welcoming and, like you said, self-compassionate and mm-hmm. self-loving to yourself. That's awesome. You know, the other thing I want to add here uh, to kind of bring home the point is something that I'm reminded of in uh, Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, ACT. Mm-hmm. I know I brought ACT up before. I truly believe in the power of this therapy. And in this case specifically, I want to introduce the idea uh, or the process of expansion and how it relates to it's okay to not be okay. So let me explain a little bit about what I mean. Expansion in ACT is the ability that we have to allow space space inside of us, within us, if you will, for all feelings to coexist. And I know what you're thinking, but I don't want to feel negative feelings. (laughs) And here again, so that we don't get consumed by only certain emotions, which are usually the ones that bring us the most discomfort. Expansion allows for a pathway where, like I said before, all emotions can come together and just be a part of the whole. This is what will bring us closer to the peace of mind where we are looking for. So it's like, all right, come on. It's okay to not be okay feeling. Say hello to happy and sad and all the rest of my feelings, right? You're a part of me and it's going to be okay. We're going to manage all this together as the whole person that we are. You know, I like the thought of our feelings coexisting. It sounds so friendly. They're coexisting. There's room for everyone and that's okay. Yeah. And I also think it helps to appreciate the emotions more. Mm-hmm. 
You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can have, you have that understanding that all these feelings, all these feelings are a part of me and I need to be compassionate to all the feelings. Yeah. And I need to accept them for what they are. Yeah. And if you think about it, how would it feel if we were okay, not being okay? Because we gave ourselves a break. I mean, what would that do to our self-esteem, yeah. our, our confidence, our ability to keep moving forward? Because all we have to do is look at the person next to us, present company excluded, mm-hmm. <laughs> to see what happens when we go down that rabbit hole of, I'm not good enough. But oh, let me tell you, wait, wait, stop right all there. Right. Let me say, I have been known to go down rabbit holes. Yes. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all it go happens. Down, it happens. The point is, don't get stuck in the rabbit hole for too long. Right. Climb out of it. Yeah. Climb out of it. And, you know. Is it, there's a rabbit hole. Exactly. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is there again. It is. I see it. <laughs> let me jump over it this time. Yeah, let me jump <laughs> But what would it be if we just accepted ourselves in the present where we were at that moment? Well, you know, our hope for all of you and ourselves is that you understand how important it is to accept yourself as you are, especially in those moments of not feeling okay. We are all a work in progress, mm-hmm. looking to one another for support and encouragement. Yeah. Don't forget that the same support you give to others, you must allow yourself the same courtesy. Mm-hmm. Give it right back to the yourself. The golden rule. You know, allowing yourself not to feel okay means accepting all the feelings and thoughts you're having and being able to sit with those feelings until they pass. Yeah. Take advantage of the quiet times. And if you don't have a quiet time, Make Make time for a quiet time. (laughs) Practice self-love and self-compassion because practice makes permanent. I like that. Yeah. Oh, man, I really love these these conversations because it's funny because I would used to when I would do classroom lessons, I would always my lead in would be like, all right. I'm about to tell you something that's going to change your life forever. (laughs) And I think these conversations can be life changing. If we allow ourselves to see things with a different pair of lenses, personally, I'm due for a new prescription, so I'll be literally looking through some new lenses pretty soon, but I embrace the change because nothing changes unless we do, period. No change, same results. Change something and change happens. Well, as for me, I'm always changing my lenses depending on what I'm looking at, what I want to see. But let me tell you, the beauty of this journey that we call life is that positive change is always around the corner. That's right. And change can be so good for us, especially if we are equipped with the right tools and strategies that help us get through the positive change. That's right. All right. So the challenge then for all of us is, am I ready to be okay with not being okay? Am I ready to accept the present, to practice expansion, and be at peace with myself while I continue to become the best person I can be, the best version of myself? I'm ready. How's that for something to chew on? Already chewing on it. (laughs) I'm going to give myself permission to feel all the feelings, and I challenge everybody else to do the same. Let's go. Let's do it. That's right. Let's do it. All right. As always, we want to thank you all so much for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please submit a five-star review to let others know all about it. Make sure to subscribe and don't miss out on future episodes as well. 
We've got a blog out there. I mentioned it earlier uh, with extra tips and strategies. We'll send it out peri- periodically. So you can sign up for that on our website at ChristianLCounseling.com. C-R-I-X-E-L-L Counseling.com. Uh, Instagram. I'm on Instagram at ChristianLJr.Alfred. Let working people find you on Instagram. Mine is Anna Chrishell. That's A-N-A-C-R-I-X-E-L-L. If you haven't started following us yet, please go follow us right now. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. Remember, practice makes permanent. Boom. All right. Thanks so much, Lev, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey, everyone. Thank you again for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon.